Welcome home to philosophy, where we wonder about everything and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. The world is complicated. And you are complicated. Figuring out how to live a happy, meaningful life, guided by wisdom and reason, is not easy. Is life a game? What is love? Should I fear death? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. You fear that you will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if you think for yourself and question the rules and roles you've been told define you. Wisdom and reason will remove this illusion so you can live authentically in the world around you, find your true purpose, and become your real self. Welcome to episode number 83. Are you cultivating Voltaire's garden? Said Voltaire, we must cultivate our own garden inside ourselves, within our own mind. Voltaire's garden is not in the world where you strive to satisfy your survival needs, where you find meaning and sustenance and social relationships. No. Voltaire's garden is the place you choose to build with your love. It's where you retreat to disengage from the rest of the world whenever its sham and drudgery make you feel small and powerless. It's where you find serenity, relaxation, and peace of mind. It's where you escape the world's obligations, demands, and expectations. It's where you remove your mask and discover your real self. It's home. You can go home again and know the place for the first time. When you feel lost, and confused. Cultivate the garden inside yourself. Here's how. First, empty your life. True happiness is not found by addition, but by subtraction. Happiness is not found by adding external pleasures, but by subtracting cares and discomforts. Don't burden yourself with society's troubles. Care, but not too much. Narrow your span of sympathy. Look, but don't touch. Schopenhauer said, We are happy in proportion 
as our range of vision, our sphere of work, our points of contact with the world are restricted and circumscribed. We are more likely to feel worried and anxious if these limits were wide. For it means that our cares, desires, and terrors are increased and intensified. Limitation makes for happiness. Limit your range of vision and limit your experience of the world in order to be a happier person and live a happier life. Second, mind your own garden. Frank Zappa said, the most important thing to do in your life is to not interfere with somebody else's life. Keep a long distance between yourself and the world. Don't become too engaged in politics and religion. Imaginary beings and imaginary lines in the dirt are not worth living and dying for. Devote yourself to tending to your own livelihood and your own well-being, not taking any more interest in society than you are obligated to. Leave your neighbors alone. Don't bother about what they do or don't do in their own garden. Grow your own vegetables to be happy and at peace, said Voltaire. Just accept the world as it is. Don't try to improve it to be as you think it ought to be or as you want it to be. The world isn't broken and doesn't need to be repaired. If you bracket your personal happiness to the ways of the world, you invite endless pain and suffering into your garden. Plotinus, the immensely influential Neoplatonic philosopher, regarded happiness as a flight from this world's ways and things. Live happily in an interior, self-sufficient world of your own making, not suffering the insatiable craving for unattainable objects of desire like wealth, fame, and power, but by separating yourself from society and cultivating your own garden. Be in the world, but not of the world. To paraphrase Jesus, a pretty good philosopher, Third, do what you love. Don't do what you love to be good at it. As a boy of 15, Kurt Vonnegut, the famous novelist, 
spent a month working with an archaeologist. To become better acquainted, the scientist asked Kurt about his favorite activities. Kurt replied, I play the violin and piano. I sing in the choir and I'm learning to draw in art class. I love doing all of them, but I'm not very good at any of them. The archaeologist responded, Being good at something is not the point of doing it. You're having all these wonderful experiences by practicing all these wonderful skills. And that makes you happy and a more interesting person who knows how to do interesting things. This brief conversation changed Kurt Vonnegut's life. He stopped thinking of himself as a talentless failure and started doing things just because he enjoyed them. Do what you love, whether or not you have the talent to excel at it, and whether or not you surpass others at doing it. Happiness is not a contest. Happiness is not a prize that is won or lost. If it makes you happy, if you love doing it, then do it. You don't have to be good at it. You don't have to win at it. Figure out what you love. Don't try. Don't force things. If you have to try, it's not right for you. If you're not good at something you love, you have more freedom than if you're good at it. You have the freedom to fail. Failure is freedom, said Bukowski. And if you should win, it's unexpected and an even greater victory. I've been playing chess since I was 21. I'm no better today than I was in 1972. I lose more than I win, but I will never stop playing because I love it. You don't have to be good at something you love. You can love something you're not good at. You're not damaged and you don't need to be improved. No one is good at everything. Everyone is bad at something. If you love singing, then sing. If you love dancing, then dance. If you love chess, then play chess. You'll be happy just doing something you love. And when you lose, just smile. Set up the pieces and play again as if it's the first time. And fourth, build a wall. Lucky, a film and character, brilliantly played by Harry Dean Stanton, is a study of a 90-year-old man finding peace and contentment in life's endless cycle of birth and death, change and impermanence.
Lucky lives behind a wall. He awakens at the same time every day. He smokes one cigarette. He drinks one glass of cold milk. He completes the same five yoga exercises, 21 repetitions each. He dresses in the same clothes. He walks to the local cafe. He orders one cup of hot coffee with extra cream and extra sugar. He completes the daily crossword puzzle. He buys a pack of cigarettes at the convenience store. Every afternoon, he plays videotapes of TV game shows from the 50s. Every evening, he gets drunk on Bloody Marys in the same bar with the same friends. Lucky's life is not a journey, but a ritual. Lucky has burned bridges to build a wall, a wall that limits his field of vision. Every man takes the limits of his own field of vision for the limits of the world said Schopenhauer. Inside his wall, separated from the pain and suffering of the world, Lucky is safe and free to roam. Lucky is free to think for himself, unchained from the rules and roles, the demands and expectations of society. The simple structures of Lucky's life have become the simple structures of Lucky's consciousness. We must imagine Lucky happy. Lucky, it's a simple story full of answers. Happiness is not excitement and adventure. Happiness is a tranquil, peaceful life of non-disturbance, like a stream which no waves or whirlpools disturb. Empty your life. Cultivate your own garden. Do what you love and build a wall Walls are for keeping the right people in, as well as keeping the wrong people out. Keep trouble out. Keep delight in. As much as you can, simply remove the causes of pain and suffering. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are distressing to the spirit. Tell the truth, though the truth may hurt those who live in falsehood and error, be honest. Do not feign affection 
or disaffection. Do not be cynical about love and friendship. They are worth living and dying for. Not much else is. Win or lose, celebrate your efforts as well as your achievements. Without the silence between notes, there is no song. Edward Dyer, the poet, famously wrote, My mind to me a kingdom is, such perfect joy therein I find, that it excels all other bliss which God or nature hath assigned. Cultivate Voltaire's garden inside yourself. Your mind is your kingdom. If you can't find peace there, you won't find it anywhere else. If you find it there, you won't need to look for it elsewhere. Thank you for listening. I hope you will take what you've learned and be a better person. Think for yourself. Question everything. Accept nothing that does not agree with your own reason and good sense. And I promise you, despite its sham and drudgery, you will get on pretty well in this crazy world. I'm Dr. Robert Corey. Until we meet again, be good. <laughs>